Hello and good Wednesday to you. Uh, this is the Long in the Boot podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Long, and we're doing a mini episode before we do the major episode next week. And today I am joined in the studio by the lovely Deborah Long. Good morning. Good morning. Otherwise known as Deb. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. Please don't call me Deborah. That's people how about, that don't know me. How about Glenn's wife? No, I don't like that either. <laughs> okay. Mrs. Glenn Long. That that actually bothers me a little bit. Does it? I I have a name. I'm a feminist. person. Uh, no, you know I'm not that either. Not exactly. Sounds like a feminist to me. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, if you're listening to Long in the Boot, uh, we do want to remind you there is a, a website www.longintheboot.com. And you can get episodes, the most current, as well as uh, the, the ones that came out before. And I have a phone number that you can call and leave a message for Long in the Boot. And I'd really appreciate to hear from some of you and love to play some of the clips on the air or on the air. I don't know if it's air when it's a podcast over the ether. Uh, the phone number is 337-502-9011. And if you have anything interesting that's going on in the Longville Ragley area, that would also be very nice. I would be more than happy to, you know, let it be known. Promote your, I, if you, promote your, you know, if you're selling business. a set of used tires or something, I don't want to know no, that. We're not doing that. It's not we're the, not, uh, it's not the tradio. Um, <laughs> but, uh, if you have uh, something interesting that's going on or you have a family reunion you want to remind people of, or yeah, it can almost be anything, anything local, I'd be more than happy to share something that. going on at the rec center. Sure. Or if you've got something past. big or some kind of sign up for some type of sports or something. Also, you can let me know, and I'll be more than happy to talk about it on the air because I do really want to try to keep this somewhat regional, I guess, and, yeah. and somewhat local at the same time. Maybe the mini episodes could be the the ones that focus on local things. Sure. I do have an invitation out to one of the candidates for constable. I forget the, sec- the districts, but I can find five, out. Five and six, maybe? Uh, uh, I don't think they're concurrent. I think it's like five and, and five seven or four and six. There's a, there's yeah. a number not in I'm the sure middle. I'm sure somebody can correct But us. I'm sure that the candidate could probably clue me in if uh, I get him on the phone yes. and, and get talk to him. And then I would be more than happy to hear what he has to say about the local area as well, not just necessarily the... You can go to the Ragley-Longville uh, Stay Informed page. And, it's uh, the Citizens of... Ragley Longville. That's the so. Facebook page, yes. I believe, mm-hmm. for local stuff. And anyway, so good morning to y'all. Good morning. <laughs> like it's a radio show. Uh, you're too training. You can't help it. Well, it is morning, technically. It is yeah. for us, yeah. But it's morning tomorrow. It's whatever time it wants to be for the people who are tuning in. I can do weather. Louisiana weather is easy. It, it is. Actually, we're having some nice rain this week, though. The drought has been a little rough this whole week uh, yeah. and the week before. Those of you with gardens know that. You, you have uh, I had to water quite a bit. Um, tremendously. Anyway, wanted to also let you know that we have a Facebook page for Long in the Boot podcast. And if you want to listen, you can go there, too. The link is there. And just give it a listen. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. <laughs> like my page. Got to get those numbers up. The revenue stream. It's all about the revenue. <laughs> the revenue you're putting out. That's right. <laughs> There's no revenue coming in. Don't let him. Don't let him con you. Oh, people are sending me thousands of dollars <laughs> to not talk on a podcast. I think uh, tens of dollars. <laughs> We're both, uh, of course, teachers. Deb is a teacher, and I am a teacher at a local uh, school. And just to let parents know, if you have kids going into school, everything's still fluid. Don't expect any solid answers on a lot of things. 
there's a few things they can give you solid answers on, but they are all trying really hard. This kind of caught people. Everybody kind of got lulled into a sense of complacency because they thought the virus was going away, I think. I think so, too. It looked like yeah. it was. It looked like it was dropping down, and it looked like certain areas of the state weren't going to get hit with the COVID-19 virus. And, of course, that's just not the case. It has definitely Raised struck its ugly head again. here. Um, and, you know, just to kind of keep it in perspective, when we closed schools, we had hardly any cases at all yeah, in the Friday, area. Friday, March 13th. Friday, March 13th. Our wedding anniversary. Our wedding anniversary. School's closed. The number's far higher now. Oh, yeah. And we're going into school. And as a teacher, uh, I'm speaking for myself, um, I'm a little nervous. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm apprehensive. Absolutely. I'm, uh, you know, I'm fat. I have high blood pressure. I have occasional bouts of asthma. Over 55. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and, uh, well, uh, but, the, but I have a lovely head of hair, as everyone knows. <laughs> And uh, don't lie to your people. The, well, if they know me, they know I'm yeah. lying. So <laughs> okay. it's okay. <laughs> it's not a lie when people already know the truth. What is that when you do that? Is it still a is lie? Truthiness? Well, like if you know that the people you're telling the lie to know that it, they'll know up front that it's a lie, is it then a lie or is it just something to say? It's hyperbole. Is that what it is? I suppose. Sure. Okay. Gra- right. Grammar teacher. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> when, hyperbole. When in Rome. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate here. <laughs> anyway, so just uh, kind of keep that in mind, and please, patience, patience. Yeah. Thank you if you're listening again. Yeah. Oh, yes. And, wow. and again, thank you. I was, I was looking at my little numbers, and and I would like to uh, see a few more people listen. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The first episode was really yeah, but it's still, better than you expected. It was. And yes. I, I think I think that's just kindness, I think. I think maybe so. Yeah. So, in other words, you better get better now. I'm, I'm doing my best. Okay. So, move on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, what have you been up to this week? Haven't seen you much. How you been? I've been working outside quite a bit, working in that bathroom now that the uh, remodel 2.0 five years later is is done. And we um, can use it for showers again. And we can actually use the shower so, um, since the first all's well that did a ends horrible well. job, yes. Yeah, um, we had a contractor many years ago. And please, just to let you know, if you really be careful. Oh, please be careful. I, there. And I know our contractor horror story is probably minor. I mean, it, oh, it, I've heard far seven worse. Grand the I've first heard time around worse. is not a huge amount of money, but it and is And I can't to complain us. too much. I mean, we live in a manufactured home. Yes, yes. And, of course, that plays part of it. But just bad, shoddy workmanship will do far more damage oh, and end up costing really you a fortune. So, yeah. and, and a second time. And around. I will say the... Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. The folks that did it this time did a good job. I really like it. And it's, oh, aggr- yeah. give, it's aggressive, a- aggressive construction. Um, they're on Facebook. Give them a call. And I was very pleased, not only with the work they did, the, the speed in which they did it. Yes. And also constantly asking questions. And the bid was pretty much exactly what it came to. Yeah. Uh, with a little bit extra for the extra work they had to do because of the horrible work that was done by the, the previous first time around, a lot so. more damage. So aggressive construction, yes. Um, you know, anytime you have strangers in your house doing work, it's it's a messy business. And and they even repaired something that they didn't get right the first time. They took it out and redid it so that yeah. the job was done correctly. And I can tell that this time it's done properly. So I did that. I did my bathroom, repainted it after they got done, cleaned everything because you know construction requires dust. And there was yeah, dust everywhere. Dust. Uh, worked in the garden. But you did a great job cleaning that up, by the way. Oh, thanks. I appreciate the So. Well, I was incapacitated. 
You the other story this yeah. week was uh, I did something horrible to my baby toe. And it was a tragic pinky toe. It's injury. somewhat embarrassing as a big, large man to admit that something so small could just take you out of the game. Yeah, that's put you on your back for three oh, days yeah, almost. It was, it was pretty bad. And uh, still recovering. I still can't put on normal shoes. I can I can go out in slippers and I have one pair of toe shoes that I can squeeze my ba- my big giant pinky toe. It, it looks like my big toe. It's yeah. just on the other side, which, by the way, is not a good look for a foot. After Googling and, and reading through the types of injuries, you know how terrifying Googling an injury can be. Uh, I do believe it was a bone bruise or or it's cancer of the toe. It's one or the other. Okay. Any other things we did this week before uh, I talk about next week's show? Let's see. Oh, a couple recommendations, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do want to recommend uh, the two things that – actually, we watched three things. We kind of got on a theme. I don't think we intended well, we to hit, do that. We hit a theme because the movie Greyhound, which I had been waiting for with with much excitement – didn't get to come out at the theaters because of the wonderful virus that we're all enjoying so much. Yes, Tom Hanks was really And it's called Greyhound. That. It's based on a book by C.S. Forster, who is well well known for his naval epics. And uh, it was based on a book called The Good Shepherd. Written in 1955, so after World War II. And it's about the the case of a it's – it's fictionalized, but it's very well researched. Mm-hmm. And it's about a destroyer trying to protect a convoy – in the Atlantic Ocean, in an area called the Pit, which is where air cover can no longer yeah, cover the, pit, the convoy. They had, what forty-eight hours of no air coverage, right? Or seventy-two, maybe. And there were only in the story, at least in the movie, there were only like four destroyers, and it was a big convoy. So trying to protect them from U-boats at that time, the equipment was not great. You know, in modern subs, it's, it's phenomenal. But back then, they had just developed all this technology to find submarines. And it was still iffy. Yeah. And it was also bitterly cold in the movie, too, which oh, made at, for... Oh, at one point, yeah, that really was. Everybody looked cold. Was, Nobody looked it, comfortable. It was as if you're going along and things are really bad, and then what happens? It gets cold. Makes it worse Icy, every time. frozen. Yeah, that, yeah, that you, just threw in another uh, another difficulty to the level of problems that right. were going on. But a great movie. Tom Hanks did a great job. I like the fact that it dove in. It had a few minutes of backstory, but to, to very, give you a little bit of a character development for him, for Tom Hanks's character. to give him some humanity. Kraus. Well, in the book, he's Kraus. I don't know. Was he Kraus? Yeah, I think he was. Was he? The, I don't, the I ship don't was the Keeling, the USS Keeling, I think. Yes. And then Tom Hanks. But in this, well, no, the Keeling was the 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 boat from the actual world, you know, from World War Two. Yeah, he was on okay. the Greyhound. He was on the Greyhound. Yes, there you go. Hence the. Title <laughs> the title of the name. I appreciate your correction. <laughs> did you Google that? I did. Actually, I have it sitting right oh, here on my computer. <laughs> well, so, so I can Hanks, look smart. I had read an interview with him and he had fell in love with the book. He said as soon as he picked it up and started reading, he recognized immediately that it was um, going to be a great story for the Oh, big Na- screen. Navy movies when they're done right, man, they're just so good. There's something about the ocean and the vastness of it yeah. that changes things. I guess, I mean, World War II movies or any good, well-made war movie. I, I wish there was a better word for it. It can just make your day. There are great ones. There's been so many. Yeah. Uh, some of them in the 60s and 70s kind of reflected the time period they were made, but they still had great movies. One of my favorites is still Kelly's Heroes. Yeah. It's definitely in the top five always. That's definitely character driven. It, it is. This is. And I it's think, comedy. There's so much, yeah, there's a lot I think of this comedy. This is less character driven. There's no comedy well, in this, no, really. You know what? They 
they did put a little the theme of it. The, minor, though. The it, because, trying to get food. Yeah, and trying I think, to get him to eat. I think that's almost, uh, and get something to, in the background, his chair was always there. They the, never got to sit down in that chair. Right. Until there was a point in the movie that, that it had to happen. I like the fact that in the movie they made the, the command deck the right way it was it was small it was crowded with people it's yeah. a, it's not a big room and he had to go back and forth a lot in in the two doors on the sides to be able to see what was going on yeah. and and literally drive the ship there were times where you know the turn had to be made yeah. just right it was an intense very intense minutes. movie and definitely you need to see it uh, don't get don't get thrown off by the terminology at the beginning it, uh, there was a point at first where i felt like wait a minute i couldn't hear what he was saying I, it's hard to tell what he's what he just said and the military or the naval terminology that goes on it that it, it you will get past that you don't need to know if you if you don't yeah and, and if, if you're you a history, if you're buff, a history buff you already you you're probably gonna know. know that but the, when he barks orders and the the orders continue down the line and men begin acting and doing their job that they are obviously well trained for um it it, it tells you what was being said you already know so don't yeah, get thrown so off by that you need, definitely need to see greyhound and if if you're a prime watcher mm. there's a movie on prime called admiral Yes, not, not the admiral. No, don't, it's just don't use that admiral. article adjective. The if you use the, you're going to get some Asian movie that has nothing to do with <laughs> with what I'm about to tell you about. But Admiral is a good movie about a period in Dutch history um, where they were fighting the English in a series of wars, mostly over well trade. It, the Dutch that was their business, and England thought it was their business, yeah. and so you had a lot of uh, bushy Brits. Well, there was just a lot of animosity there, which is really hilarious. <laughs> well, the considering, Dutch had animosity with a lot of people. <laughs> well, they uh, they were fighting the French, they were fighting the Spanish. They had been occupied by the Spanish. The English were attacking them, but they were also having their own problems between people who wanted a monarchy again and people who wanted a republic. Yeah, there was a lot and of it was uh, a lot going on. Yeah, and uh, then you had uh, the the only major name, I guess. Um, in the movie, Charles. Charles Dance. Yeah. Uh, he's Tywin Lannister from the Game of Thrones, and he played Charles II. He, he chewed was, he chewed the scenery like he does in oh, every single thing amazing. he does. When the, the young, naive prince comes yeah. and, and approaches him to think, thinking he's going to play politics with King Charles, he yeah, he just, he it just doesn't, gets, it he eats his work. lunch. And that, that part of the story was really good. But really, the focus was this guy, Admiral de Reuter, yes. who is a hero. He's a legendary hero in, in the Netherlands. And also pretty well known by anybody who studies naval tactics because he created a lot of them himself. He was an incredible uh, sailor. He sailed all over the world. When, when, I, when you go and look at the list of places he visited, and we're talking the wooden – Sailing ships. This yeah. is not a time where sailing was safe. <laughs> and since the Dutch did the movie and it was their history, you know, they really, the, the look of the film, actually the look of both films, the cinematography, the uh, director, Aaron Schneider, that did uh, Greyhound, he worked on Titanic. Uh, both movies, the naval the naval strategy and, yeah. and the, the contrast of time periods. But the, the scenery in De Reuter is, again, phenomenal. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, when you... See movies a lot of times with that period, you see three or four ships. You don't ever see anything no. from a distance. Yeah. And they did a really good job doing overhead shots and things that really made the the movie phenomenal. And the, this, this would have been amazing on a big screen too. It was meant for big screen. And now you gotta you gotta read subtitles. Yeah. It is on until Prime. The, until the English come in scene. Well, if the English are in, in a scene, they're gonna be talking, yeah. you know, English. English. <laughs> and uh, probably better than us. Pr- probably so. Certainly better than the Dutch. And uh, 
it's it's really just a phenomenal thing to watch the ships inter- interacting in in the battle. So yeah, the strategies that go on and yeah. and the similarities between the two and yet the contrast between the time periods and the vessels that they're on. But but at the core, what it's the, the same crews thing. did in both are are exactly the same. Really, the it's kind of neat to see how when you watch them back to back, and we did. Yeah, it was unintentional, but it but it turned out to be just a good choice anyway. So. Uh, Deroiter on Prime. Yes. You should check it out if you Admiral. have Prime. I mean, I'm Admiral. Admiral. It was yes. called Deroiter when it came out in the Netherlands. Mr. Long, why don't you just attach a link on IMDb to both of those on your show notes? Well, I'd have to go do stuff. What else are you doing? <laughs> I, nursing this horrible baby toe. Oh, come on. <laughs> I think a week now and, and you can, you know, begin to let that go. When I posted about Greyhound, I came to learn that a former co-worker's husband, who is a local, was actually an extra in the ballroom scene at the beginning of Greyhound. Because, you know, Louisiana citizens, they go out and they do things now. It's amazing. So I'm assuming then that that was shot. That scene was shot like in New Orleans or something. You yeah, think? you know, I I do not know. I hadn't asked her that, but that's a good question to ask. It would seem like that's a possibility. That is there a possibility. Are, there's a lot of stuff that gets shot in New Orleans now. Yeah. Well. Oh, well, not now. Maybe not now. Okay. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Pre-March 13th. Well, before the pandemic word was used. Those are our recommendations for a couple of movies if you have time and you want to enjoy something and, and be on the edge of your seat a little bit. Oh my and, Lord. Yeah. And, Greyhound and especially in the case tense. of Greyhound. Actually, they were both really tense. They were tense movies, but Greyhound definitely yeah. had far more intensity to it because you're also, the ocean was not in Admiral. The ocean is not part of the story. Exactly. Like it's pretty calm. Most of the time they're fighting. Yeah. In Greyhound, the ocean is was a character it, of a its character own. Itself. It's constantly, yeah battling them i yes. mean all that salt spray freezing on everything yeah and that looked really painfully cold <laughs> just <laughs> i hate cold. i hate That's cold why i like to live in the south so yes i agree um well worth watching well worth watching and don't don't get upset that there are subtitles just suck it up and read you can do it you need to read every day everybody anyway. should be reading in yeah. fact if you can't get your kids to read that's the best way to do it is get them to sit in front of a TV and show and watch and it. And don't turn make off a, the captions. Don't. Yeah, leave the captions on. Make them read while the captions are on. That's it. But maybe then they won't watch the movie. They're too busy trying to read. Mm, and they'll, Well, then you have to watch it again. Okay. Nothing wrong with reading a book again. That's true. All right, so there we do, go. Do your local plug again. Uh, well, again, the local plug. And, has, re, and the number. You only said the phone number one time. That's true. 337-502-9011. That's 502-9011 for Long in the Boot. There you go. The website, again, www.longintheboot.com. And there is a Facebook page. Go to my personal page if you you know. If you, if you know me personally. If you know me personally. Yeah. Otherwise, go to get on Facebook and just search for Long in the Boot, and it's there. The podcast is now I believe running on Spotify, Apple. Apple. I think it's on Pandora. If it's not, it will be Google podcast and even on Facebook because I put a link up there. So, so there you go. There's no reason, no reason not to listen unless you're just bored to tears. And (laughs) all right. Well, why would you be bored to tears? The lovely Deborah is in the room. There's no reason to be bored. That's right. She's delightful. 
and the dog stayed quiet the entire time. They did, which that, is nice. That is that is one thing we didn't mention again is the puppy. Oh, we got that a new has puppy. Been ongoing, our quarantine. Well, there's puppy. more to come on the puppy. I'm still ambivalent. Uh, yeah, well, she's she, learned to open. She's the a sweet girl. Cat she, and dog. Bins. She learned to open the bins where the dog food was with so her little hands. They are currently duct taped closed. I'm going to have to get some kind of. She does have hands too. Device, yeah. Uh, she does. She's a uh, what was it again? A Jack, Jack Russell Terrier crossed with a Chihuahua. Chihuahua. So we've been living with dachshunds for you know the last ten years. They have short little Tyrannosaurus Rex arms, and they're pretty low key dogs. Yeah, Give them a blanket, and they're busy. Yeah, they're just going to get under. After it. they're one or two years old, Bella is still she's, eight months old, seven eight months. Yeah, and she's manic. Yeah, she is a little manic. <laughs> she's doing well at her potty training. She's um, doing well because we're teachers and. You know, pandemic, we've had some time to work with her. So, well, we would have anyway. We we would be off right now. Yes, yes. But all right. We'll see how everything goes. Uh, next week, the topic, we're going to be talking about the news and not just the news, not just that, but that what happened to the news? Yeah. What, what's going on with the news? In I don't the, know about you, but I think the news actually causes more problems than it actually does anything else. I don't think the information we get from news today is worth the time, uh, the price of admission, uh, especially from the media, the big media, especially. But that includes a lot of different. Yeah, so we'll go back to the things. 70s and take a look at. Uh, Talk about what happened to the, the news evolution. when it when companies <clears throat> began purchasing television stations and the laws were changed somewhat. News and entertainment began to merge. Yes. And that's really what the topic's about. And then we'll talk also about 24 hour news. Is it good or bad? And we all have our opinions and, well, you're going to hear mine. And also <laughs> about local news and, you know, how, how local is local news. Yeah. If you put a clock to it and you time out the local stories versus the national or world stories on your local news, you'll be kind of surprised to discover a lot of times that the national stuff takes more airtime than the local stuff, which is not the way local news used to be. You used yeah. to get a lot of information from local news. Yeah. and Because it was relevant to us. Right. It, I'm, well, I'm it was, again, it was local. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty much it. That's the mini-sode for this week. And next week we'll have the main, main the episode. episode. Yeah, it'll be episode three of the Long in the Boot podcast. Will you have a guest host? Or are you going to run it on your own? Or? Well, that's up in the air right now. All we'll, right. We'll have to see. Yeah. And Call in, folks. And, of course, uh, I'll be joined by either Bryant Habits or the lovely Deborah. Uh, all right. There we go. Yeah. Guess that depends on schedules. No, I was going to have y'all duke it out. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm older and and <laughs> hmm. hmm. But we're getting ready to start school and Mr. Habits is also a teacher, so yeah, he may yeah. and he, and he has the addition of two little deductions yes. running around at the house. Yeah, that's So there's a, you know they have they have they have a busy schedule right now. They do now. have a busy so, schedule, so. But he may be in as well. And me, I'm a Trapped audience here. I will let you go. You can take the ankle monitor off tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate your your three three seven five zero two nine zero one one four long in the boot. Y'all have a nice week. We'll see you soon. <laughs>